So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret 168, Healthy Generosity with Men. This one's coming to you literally as I'm in the middle of a beautiful day here in Venice, going for a walk and listening to a client's voice memos to me. Sometimes a client will give me an update just through text or voice memo, and I'll fire one back if they have a question or just to reflect back to them something they're doing great or an adjustment. And so the topic that I'm about to to send back a message on is also a topic to share with you, which is the healthy way to be generous in a relationship. Generosity can take a, a lot of forms, but typically what we're really talking about is that ability to um, actually care about the other person's needs. Now, I coach successful, powerful women who typically have put their needs last with men, who've been overgivers. So the last thing you may think you want to hear or need is how to be more generous in giving with men. But stick with me a second here. The person that I'm coaching is actually an overgiving man, grew up as a people pleaser, and he only knew two extremes in his life. Either putting his needs last the minute he got into a relationship, that might sound familiar to you, or becoming incredibly selfish in a self-care kind of way. My business comes first, I come first, I don't have room for anybody else's needs. So either impenetrable boundaries that didn't allow love, uh, relationships, romance, or intimacy in at all, or no boundaries at all, completely giving himself away. So what he's learning in the process of our coaching and what I want to share about today is the right way to have generosity in a relationship. In his case, he is learning how to make sure that he checks in with his feelings each day And we've done the healing work around some of why it didn't feel emotionally safe in his household and in his life and in his relationships for him to feel deserving of knowing what he needed and meeting his needs. But now he's practicing it. This weekend, he met his needs. He checked in with his needs in all nine of his environments. Physical self-care, emotional, spiritual, business, But once he had checked those boxes, then he wanted to be generous about checking in with his partner to see what her needs are. You see, it's the order he did things in that makes the difference. So many of my successful female clients learn this as well. If I get my needs met first, now I can be very generous with being loving, supportive, caring about my partner's needs. By the way, it's never about you meeting that partner's needs for them, right? You're not meeting his needs. It is about you being supportive of them in whatever needs they are trying to meet. 
So you don't do things for them, right? It's like the old teacher, fisherman to fish kind of thing. It's like you, you can, you don't want to just do it for them. You don't want to just give him the thing that he's looking for. It's not up to you to make him feel safe, make him feel like a man, make him feel good enough, make him feel less sad, less angry, less whatever, make him have fun, give him variety, but you can be supportive of it. You can be inquisitive. How are you feeling? What are you up to today? What do you need? What are you challenged by and how can I help? But we don't ask that question until we asked it of ourselves. If we're not asking ourselves, what, what do I need? How can I give it to myself? How can I be supportive of myself? How can I help myself feel better, feel more fulfilled? If we don't give first at home, meaning in this case, give first to ourselves so that our cup is filled, then we're either going to be people pleasing and putting our needs last in order to offer that other person what they need, right? Or we're going to be uh, having to get away from them or resentful or selfish in order to get our needs met. You see, in the past, he would have worried about what she needed. He would have worried about his partner's needs first, felt depleted, and then eventually they would have had a conflict about it because he wasn't well-rested enough or hadn't done what he, need, what he had needed to for his business or hadn't done the spiritual work and exercises that he wanted to do. Self-neglect in order to meet other people's needs is not healthy and you can't have a healthy relationship that way. So you don't have to be an overgiver. You don't have to be an undergiver. You can be very generous with your partner so long as you're generous with yourself first. What do I need? How can I meet it and then do it? And once you've taken an action towards that, you don't have to have completed the whole thing, but at least taken a significant action, now you can offer to be supportive of your partner's needs as well. The challenge comes if you're with a narcissist who's always pressuring you to meet their needs first and you haven't developed your voice enough yet to fully say no, not yet, I need to do this for me first, then I'm more than happy to. If you have trouble saying no, you may want to go back and listen to some of the other secrets earlier on where I address things like setting boundaries, using your voice, fully expressing, because there's a lot to unpack there, but it's a necessary thing if you're with an unhealthy person who doesn't respect you meeting your own needs first. But in this case, we have a very, very happy guy who had a healthy weekend in an awesome couple because he's learning. When a people pleaser and overgiver meets their own needs first, they can be as generous as they want and have an amazing relationship. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.